I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. The Queensland Maroon side has been named. It got named on time and in fucking order. I wish New South Wales would do the same. Getting the team announced on time would have been great. Getting it in an actual team list would have been unreal. Uh, I managed to put my New South Wales team list together based on what I think Freddie will pick from the 17 that he named. Uh, So that's available a little bit early today on the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We've got the Queensland Maroon side, which you're going to get into now. I haven't had a look at it, so this will be my live reaction. Uh, The Queensland Maroons game one side in Adelaide at fullback Reese Walsh. Wow, rumors were true. So Kalen Ponga, he has been axed from this side. Reese Walsh will start at fullback. Very, very interesting. I expected KP to be named even when the rumors came out over the last 24 hours. KP wasn't in it. I still wasn't convinced. So, Reese Walsh to make his debut at fullback. As you all know, I've been a big Reese Walsh fan for quite some time. Uh, the thing I love about Reese Walsh is that he's just always trying to win the game of football. Billy Slater, he knows a thing or two about the fullback position. So, I'm going to back his decision in there. But I think KP, very hard done by there. Uh, on the wings for the Maroons, Selwyn Cobbo retains his spot from last year as anticipated. And Murray Tolungi retains his spot too. A guy that I thought might have been in jeopardy, but the guy that I thought was going to replace him was Hamiso, who has been named in the centres. So, the time has come. The Queensland Maroons have dumped Dane Gagai. Wow. Wow. He has been an origin player through and through for a very long time. Dane Gagai and KP, both origin players to me. Two guys that I don't care what form they're in or whatever's going on. Uh, they are guys that really, really worry me in the in the origin arena. So, I'm sort of happy to see Queensland make those decisions. Val Holmes, despite having a very, very poor game, potentially the worst game of his career on the weekend. He is selected at centre. I'm expecting Val to bounce back in style. Cam Money Munster, despite carrying a rib injury, which we're going to hear plenty about this week at 5'8". The skipper, DCE, from the Manly Seagulls at halfback. Wow, the forward pack. This is interesting. Okay. Front row forward, you've got Lindsay Collins from the Sydney Roosters. No shock there. But the other starting front row forward is very interesting. Tom Flegler from the Brisbane Broncos. Uh, a guy that I think is tailor-made for the Origin Arena. A guy that I probably expected... I actually didn't think he'd make the side, to be honest with you. I thought that he would just miss it. I thought he'd be 18th, 19th man. I thought there was a chance he might be on the bench. Didn't see him starting. So it will be interesting to see if Billy Slater does run with this team list. But, I mean, Flegler, never a bad pick. A very, very talented footballer. He's going to be an unreal side for the Dolphins next year. Benny Hunt, the St. George, Illawarra Dragons skipper 
at nine. Uh, what a privilege it is to be able to pick Ben Hunt and Harry Grant the same side. Fucking unbelievable. So yeah, Tom Flegler, uh, probably one of the biggest shocks in this side, one of the bigger bolters to start there. Very, very interesting. Uh, on the edges for the Maroons, David Fafita has made it there. Uh, shout out to him. I think what he's the way that he's rebuilt himself over the last year or so has been tremendous. So congratulations to Fafita, and I was really hoping he wouldn't be picked there. And also Tom Gilbert on the other edge, coming from the Dolphins. Uh, so interesting. No uh, no Felice Cafusi. I don't know if he's maybe going to be suspended for this game or whatever it might be, but no Felice Cafusi and also no Kirk Capewell, which has surprised me quite a fit, quite a bit. It really does feel like uh, the Maroons are sort of looking to the future now. So Fafita and Gilbert, I think two fantastic choices. Gilbert on the edge is interesting. He's played middle all season for the Dolphins, and I think that's where he plays his best footy. So this one will be interesting. But they have got options on the bench, uh, which we'll talk about very soon. But yeah, Felice Cafusi and Kirk Capewell both left out of the side. I I understand them leaving Capewell out, but Felice, maybe there is a suspension that comes into play here, whatever it might be, but very, very interesting. Uh, Jersey 13, obviously Paddy Carrigan, one of the best lock forwards in rugby league. He picks himself in Jersey 13. Now the bench for the Maroons. I think their bench is a lot better than ours, which worries me a lot. 14, Harry Grant. He picks himself there. As I said, what a privilege to be able to pick Ben Hunt and Harry Grant. Two guys are going to absolutely kill it throughout this series. Um, Tino on the bench for the for the Maroons coming from the Gold Coast Titans. He's got to overcome, I think it's two judiciary charges to be able to feature in this one, but I personally think uh, he will be available, and I hope he is. I want to see the best of the best going head-to-head, and I don't think he should be suspended uh, for what happened on the weekend. Ruben Cotter in Jersey 16 coming off a, you know, a pretty poor performance from the North Queensland Cowboys on the weekend, but I personally thought Cotter played pretty well in that game. I think he's just got origin written all over him, and the Maroons will pick him for eternity. And then, of course, Jai Arrow, and Another guy who a lot of people said they couldn't find a spot for him in their team. I've always been a big fan of Jairo, and I think he's a fantastic origin player. I think the way that he can cover edge, cover middle, he brings aggression. He's, he's a larrikin as well. Uh, I, I would have been surprised if Jairo wasn't in this side. So Jairo, Ruben Cotter, Tino, and Harry Grant, other Queensland Maroons bench. 18th man, Tommy Dearden from the North Queensland Cowboys, obviously starred at the end of last year. And then 19th man, they've named Christian Welsh, who hasn't made the side, uh, but keep an eye on Welsh, I wouldn't be surprised if he plays at some point throughout this series. Obviously, coming off injury and whatnot, a guy that I probably thought two years ago could have been the next Maroons captain after DCE, and he might still be if he can force his way back into this side. But it just shows how how many Queenslanders are in form at the moment. The Felice Cafusi isn't there. Kurt Capel isn't there. And this team still looks absolutely stacked. You guys like Corey Horace, bro, didn't get a bait in this side as well. So, um, yeah, they're, they're looking very good. Mo Fodawaka also didn't get a feature, who I think has been in career best form. Uh, so, yeah, the Maroons in a very, very good spot. All right, let's talk about some of the controversial picks in this side. Obviously, the fullback spot. I probably didn't see this coming. I know that Reese Walsh has been sensational. And I probably thought two or three weeks ago that Reese Walsh wouldn't get picked because he hadn't delivered against the top clubs. Uh, I thought the last two weeks that despite the Broncos losing, I thought Reese Walsh was very good in those games. And I really thought he went after the game. He didn't always come up trumps, but he went after the game time and time again. So I can understand the Reese Walsh selection. I would have still gone for Kalen Ponga. I remember a couple of years ago when I think it was Billy Slater himself was left out of an origin team. So they could go with Darius Boyd who had done the job before. Didn't work out. They then changed it. Uh, but it does look like an, oh, I'm not even just try, try, trying to be a shit stirrer as a New South Wales fan. I mean, the whole pick and stick thing, have they moved away 
from that potentially. KP not in the side. Uh, Reese Walsh comes in at fullback. Dane Gagai misses out on selection. Hamiso comes in. Um, Flegler coming into the side. No, no Christian Welsh. Um, no Felice Kafusi. I don't know. Very, very interesting times. No. No Kirk Capel as well. Um, I think they're leaving Dane Gagai out. I saw these rumours and it was still one I probably didn't believe. Um, I will back Billy Slater in here. Hamiso has done a tremendous job this year for the Dolphins, but I did expect Dane Gagai to be selected. I don't think he's been bad for Newcastle or anything like that. And I think that Dane Gagai had probably earned the opportunity to play for the Maroons until he plays himself out of it, which I don't believe uh, he had done. So very, very interesting times. Murray Tuolungi, I know Timmy Williams always thought he was going to be in the side. I, I simply thought he wouldn't because Hamiso would be there, because Dane Gagai would be there. Uh, but they've made a really tough call there. Now, Hamiso... You need to remember that Val Holmes, he is playing le- he's been playing left center all year, which means he'll be marking up on Toby Turbo, who will be floating around anyway. Hamiso will be marking Latrell Mitchell. Now, straight away, that sends a red flag to me. But a couple of years ago when he marked Turbo and we all said, myself included, oh, Hamiso's going to get run over. He's going to get in all sorts. He defended Turbo incredibly well. So this will be the biggest test of Hamiso's career by far and away. But I'm very, very keen to see how he handles it. So congratulations to him for getting back into that side. Same as Murray Tuolungi as well. So that'll be the big matchup that could go a long way to deciding this Origin game. Hamiso up against Latrell Mitchell. Um, and you know what? As as big as Latrell Mitchell is and as scary as, as he is, playing at centre where, you know, there's a lot of lateral movement and whatnot, the speed of Hamiso could really, really worry Latrell Mitchell. So this will be a fantastic clash going both ways. Very interesting one. Haas, you can sell. Tommy Flegler. Uh, one that I didn't see coming, as I said, but, I mean, he's tough as nails. He's aggressive. Um, I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, maybe he does start from the bench and maybe they just put him on when TPJ comes on the field or whatever it might be. But uh, Tom Flegler, I wouldn't have made the selection myself, but I can understand the direction that Billy Slater is going in. I'm sure he will just say to Flegler, hey, that first 20 minutes, it's going to be a fucking war and I need you to be the toughest guy on the field and go absolutely berserk. He feels like a guy to me that Slater might turn to in the future. If he does well here, he might lock himself in as a starting front row for the Queensland Maroons moving forward. There might be better front rowers. There might be guys with more upside. But just his aggression and what he brings to footy, um, I can understand the selection. The edge is very interesting. As I said, Tom Gilbert, I wouldn't have picked him on the edge. I would have picked him as a middle forward. But when you have a look at their middles, you've got to have Tom Gilbert in there somewhere. I think Wayne Bennett said the other day, he just he is what Origin is all about. Probably a guy that I still think is slept on a little bit. So you've got to have him in the side somewhere. I didn't expect it to be on the edge. And to be honest with you, I'm not 100%, 100% convinced it will be on the edge come game day. I wouldn't be surprised to see Jai Arrow shift out there. So there are options, but... Tommy Gilbert, he was always going to be in this side somewhere. The edge is a very interesting option. Now, you'd have to assume that Fafita will be on the left side. Um, so he'll be with Val Holmes on the left, marking up against Tommy Turbo and whoever they go for on the right. Um then you'll have Tom Gilbert over on the other side. So he will be with Hamiso, two guys that have played before. There is a combination there from their time at the Cowboys, obviously both at the Dolphins now as well. Uh, and they will be given the task of handling that edge, which there's a good chance will be Cam Murray and Latrell Mitchell. So a big, big test for those two. I think Slater might have gone for a combination there to try and handle uh, probably the best edge in the state of origin arena. Uh, and as you've got to remember as well, you're going to have Turbo floating around to that side. So that is going to be a huge, Huge, huge test for those two. But Tommy Gilbert, 
I think you'd be a brave man to bet against him. Uh, obviously, Felice Cafusi, I think he's been one of the best right-edge defensive players in our game for a very, very long time. I am surprised to see him not selected, but there might be more to this as far as um, the Origin Arena, as far as um, suspensions and everything. But I just, Billy Slater, knowing the sort of guy that Felice is playing with him and knowing how good he is defensively, especially going up against that Latrell Mitchell edge, leaving him out has surprised me. But maybe there is more to it that I'm not aware of. Uh, the Fafita selection, as I said before, guys, congratulations to him. He's done so well to get back into this arena, and I am so, so excited for him. It's fucking unreal. Scares me as a New South Welshman because uh, I know what this guy's capable of, and I've I've seen over the last few months his mindset change that Fafita now understands just how good he is and how much of an impact he can have on games. So terrifying when it comes to origin. Um, this could be the real coming-of-age series for Dave Fafita. So very, very interesting times there. The bench, um, Tino had to be in the side somewhere. I don't really have a problem with him coming off the bench. I thought he'd start, but I don't have a problem with him coming off the bench. Jairo, I think he had to be there, and I think Ruben Cotter also had to be there as well. Um, now, when you have a look at Queenslanders that have missed this side, uh, obviously, Josh Papali'i, uh, he retired a few days ago, so he was never going to be in this side. Um, but yeah, I think they are going to really miss him. But I sort of thought when he got ruled out that Christian Welsh would probably be the guy to come in. Uh, he's 19th man, so you can't rule him out just yet, but I would assume that would mean that he will not feature in this game. Uh, who else missed? Horsburgh missed. Uh, Mo Fodder Waker missed. Look, I, I, I know there was a lot of talk around Corey Horsburgh, and I think he's been fantastic. Uh, but I did always think that he was a few too many guys down the pecking order. Um, I still think, to be honest with you, he'd probably be a tier below Mo Fodder Waker as it stands right now, who has also missed his side, who is in close to career best form. I think he is in career best form, to be fair, Mo Fodder Waker. So he was a guy that I probably had in front of Corey Horsburgh. I know a lot of people have messaged me saying they can't believe Horsburgh wasn't picked. Really doesn't shock me. Um, but yeah, yeah, the Tom Flegler one, I uh, that's a very interesting one. I actually have my Queensland side written down here from a few weeks ago, um, and I didn't have him in my 17. And to be honest with you, I didn't have him in my 19. Actually, interesting. I uh, I didn't have – I had Lindsay Collins as a potential bench guy and sort of thought that he might just miss out because I had Tom Gilbert there. But, of course, they missed, they've picked Tom Gilbert on the edge, uh, so that does change things there. I had Kirk Cable missing, which uh, turned out to be a correct one. Uh, Coach Billy Slater has gone in a different direction. He's backed in the new blood of Fafita. Uh, but, yeah, very, very interesting, this Queensland side. The outside backs, I understand what, what Slater's doing, but, geez, KP and Dane Gagai as a New South Welshman, they have always worried me, and I always feel like those two are going to stand and deliver on the big stages. Look, as I said with my New South Wales uh, team review earlier today, guys, my live reaction there, there are a couple of selections that I don't agree with and that I don't really understand. This Queensland side, there's a few that have surprised me, but I can make sense of all of them. I can completely understand picking Fafita. I can completely understand picking Gilbert. Um, I would have picked Felice Cafusi, but maybe there is more to it. Lindsay Collins and Tom Flegler, it's not what I would have picked, but when I look at it and think about you know how this game's going to start and whatnot, I completely understand where Billy Slade is coming from. I think the big difference between the sides, there is no doubt about it, is the benches, though. I look at the Queensland bench, Cotter, Arrow, Tino, uh, guys that have all been playing big minutes the last few weeks, guys that are all in form and playing good footy. And then I look at our bench, and it does worry me a little bit. Liam Martin, uh only just come back and played, what, two games. Uh, Tavita Pango Jr., who also realistically hasn't been playing big minutes from Canterbury, and he's not. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The most reliable guy in the world. And then Hudson Young, who I love and I love the pick, but he is obviously an origin debutant. So uh, there are some pretty glaring differences between the two sides. Um, and yeah, I, I think a lot of this will come down to that edge of Tom Gilbert and Hamiso, how they go against Latrell Mitchell, who is fit and firing at the moment and looking fantastic. That's going to be a fantastic matchup. I was the first guy to doubt Hamiso when he was picked at centre to mark Tommy Turbo a few years ago. That turned out very good. He, I, I thought he personally, not only did he handle Turbo, he won that individual battle that night, and the speed of Hamiso could really worry Latrell Mitchell out there. So very, very interesting times. Uh, a good Maroon side, a couple of shocks in there, but I can sort of understand the direction that Billy Slater is going. I can understand why he's picked guys, why he's left certain guys out. Very, very interesting to see what comes of leaving Dane Gagai and Caelan Ponga out of this side. I'll tell you what, I don't know who Newcastle plays this weekend, but I think those two will be in for big performances. They'll be ready to go. Uh, KP not even selected in the extended squad. They've gone for Tommy Dearden, which probably does make more sense. He can play 6, 7, 9. In saying that, KP can cover fullback. He can cover the halves. So... Wild, wild times. Uh, Billy Slater, that is his Queensland Maroon side. If you'd like to listen to Brad Fittler's New South Wales team that he announced today and my live reaction to it, that's available a little bit earlier today on the Rugby League Guru podcast. We're going to head into Bloke in a Bar Studios now uh, to analyse these squads and go through round 12. I will have my rapid review of round 12 coming a little bit later today. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 